0: Hi, my name is Molly Schulte Tucker, and I have the privilege of pastoring the good people of Ridgewood Baptist Church in Louisville, Kentucky. During the summer of 2022, we are exploring areas of justice, including celebrating Pride Sunday, Juneteenth, talking about patriotism and Christian nationalism, childhood hunger, global warming, and violence. This week, we touched the lives of 40 children. And I would only say... Peggy, I will never, ever correct you because I think Peggy McFall is so wise. But I want to say... I want to correct one thing that you said, Peggy. Just one thing. Um, And I wouldn't do it if I didn't think it was really, really important to note. um, Since before I even got here, I had heard about the flooring in Chapel Hall. I mean, before the day I started. Um, I think there are kinds of bacteria on the carpet that were in there that are that exist nowhere else on earth. Like it was a gross carpet. Um, and I think it was at the end of, or right maybe at the beginning of 2021, we pulled together what we called the Dream Team. And it was the leaders of some of the ministry groups. Um, and we talked about, okay, if money was no issue, what would we do in here? and we came up with a list of things, and we even kind of put it into phases. You know, um, some of y'all in here were on that team. Uh, You know, if we did this part, okay, here's phase one, here's phase two, and we talked about if we were to write it into next year's budget, what would we have to write in? And then we had a gift made to Ridgewood. It, it wasn't, the way that you narrated it, Peggy, I just, I just want to be, it wasn't the other way around. It wasn't that we got the gift first and then we started to plan with it. It's that we, we started dreaming. And, um, and I'm convinced that God provided, um, last year we had 12 kids register for vacation Bible school. And you all prayed and you all donated and you all said, okay, I'll do crafts again. I'll bring a human-sized bag of shredded cheese or whatever it was. And this year, 40 kids in the community, eight heard that God provides for them, came into this room every night, heard from DJ Cupcake, um, So I'm going to tell you, I don't have much of a sermon today because I feel like everything I could say has already been preached through what you've heard and seen. So I'm going to zoom through this real quickly. Uh, You might get to lunch a little bit early. We'll see. Um, And I feel like I should tell you, um, just in celebrating so many things, I I mentioned several weeks ago, sometimes my mind goes into Tupperware mode, where I'm thinking about this thing, and I'm thinking about this thing, and this thing, and I'm thinking, how do I put these all into a sermon? So today, I'm going to introduce you to three theories that are not scientific, that have nothing to do with everything, that are going on in my brain, okay? So this is um, some things that happen in my life on a week-to-week basis. The one thing I want you to know about— First is a concept that my husband refers to as double teaming. It's not the basketball concept, okay? We are not athletic. Look at us. Um, but it's called double teaming. And what happens is, uh, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you how this came about. I grew up a hardcore UofL fan. I grew up in in a household uh, that loved Denny Crumb, uh, right? Some of you all are with me and some of you all are already tuning out. That's okay. After college, I went to seminary at Duke Divinity School. So I felt like, um, you know, everyone just went uh I also became a Duke fan when you're on campus uh, there's this there's this holy place called Cameron indoor Stadium if you know anything about basketball um, it is what people call the mecca of basketball of college basketball right there there's like twelve people that fit in the room but it is the most intimidating place to play basketball so I became of L fan and a Duke fan. Um, next, what happened while I was at Duke was I met someone from Florida. Austin, are you shaking your head? I do refer to myself as the most hated Kentuckian. Because if you are a UK fan, you have completely tuned out anything else I am going to say for the next few moments. Yep, yep, yep. So, here's the thing. Okay, Jeremiah, I see you. I know. What'd you say? You, you would live in, yes, see? You don't like the Florida Gators, but you'd live there. I know, I know. So Louisville by birth, Duke by training, Florida Gator by marriage. And then you add in things like, I'm also a Louisville City fan. Is that something maybe we can all agree on, right? We like Louisville City football, soccer, whatever you wanna call it. Um, so we are big Louisville City fans in our household. And then you also have to know that my husband grew up in Tampa area. So we're also Tampa Bay Buccaneers fans. So at any given time, I could have one or five logos somewhere on my person of teams that I cheer for or that my husband cheers for. Um, A couple of these are on the back of my husband's truck. I mean, but it never fails. Whenever I come out, you know, ready to go to the grocery and I'm in a UofL shirt and a Duke hat, Rob says, you can't go out of the house like that. You're double teaming. So this is the concept of double teaming. We try to adhere to as many things as we can. We love all of them, but I can't just pick one. So we have to have some news. I have, I have like, a, like a CNN hat, which wasn't political until like five years ago that I sometimes have to wear with, you know, my L shirt and stuff. So, um, so if you ever see me double teaming, you can call me out. Um, but as Christians, I feel like sometimes We also play the game of double-teaming because we sing songs in worship that are called, This is My Father's World, for the beauty of the earth, all creatures of our God and King, holy, 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 that talks about the workings of the world, all the while we are holding styrofoam coffee cups. Styrofoam, if you don't know, if you didn't know, it's it's not good for the earth. <laughs> it's a very cheap option. And like every church ever, Ridgewood balls on a budget. So we like styrofoam coffee cups. I think we actually have paper coffee cups out there, so we are, you know, we're working on it. But all creatures of our God and king keeping my coffee hot. In fact, Uh, it's estimated that there is 1,369 tons of styrofoam buried in U.S. landfills daily. Now think about the quantity of that styrofoam because it's not a a heavyweight um, material. So think about the quantity. This is measured in tons, how much styrofoam that is. And if you like McDonald's Diet Cokes as much as I do, you know the day that they went from styrofoam cups to paper cups, it hurt a little bit, but you know it's better for the environment. It's estimated that it takes between 500 million, or I'm sorry, 500 years to 1 million years for a piece of styrofoam to biodegrade. For the beauty of the earth, all creatures of our God and King, holy, 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 it feels like sometimes we're double-teaming on this. We claim the, the earth's beauty and holiness, but in a society built on capitalism, convenience is key. When we talk about stewardship of the earth or preservation of the earth, I don't think as Christians we can live a life that says both and. I think we live a life that says this is my father's world and I will do what I can to protect it. My second theory is uh, the cart theory. I've seen this come up on Facebook recently, but I would like to claim, I talked about this like 10 years ago. Let's say you're going into Kroger and you have a cart. You take the cart to the trunk of the car and unload your groceries. What then do you do with your cart? There's two kinds of people in this world. There are the people who takes their carts to the cart return, or I'll even give you an A-plus if you take it back into the store. Bill, did you just raise your, okay, A-plus, Bill. Or, you know, the second kind of people, they're not raising their hands. You wiggle it to the middle parking spot. But you know you're going to say an unholy word the next time you pull into the Kroger parking lot and there's a cart blocking your parking spot, right? What goes around comes around, something like that. The cart theory. And I suspect if you are of the second mindset, maybe you're in a rush. I understand sometimes you have kids in the car. Sometimes it's easy just to put the cart in the lot because the cart return is, you know, 10 feet away or something. Um, And there's also this mindset of thinking, well, it's their job. But I would claim as Christians, with your cart and ways that we care for creation... Anything, any way that we can show grace, shouldn't we? One more theory for you, and this is, if you know me, you know this is kind of how I live my life, that there is always room for improvement. A lot of times, um, especially with creation care, if we suggest, you know, improving something or, or a habit or that we can do something better, a lot of times with creation care, it's easy to take it personally. Some of you all may have had coffee out of a styrofoam cup this morning, and so immediately your defenses went up when I said that. But I wonder if we could approach it more as a there's always room for improvement, both individually and collectively as a church. And I just, this is the one way I think I can prove it. I think when we have the mindset of there's always room for improvement, that also echoes the mindset of the divine. You may recognize this photo released by NASA now a few weeks ago. Um, this was from uh, Webb's first deep field, or if you want the technical term, SMACS 073 is what this photo is or represents. This is thousands of galaxies all in one photo. These are the faintest objects ever observed. But this image that you see on a big screen that encases galaxies, this is if you were to take a grain of sand, hold it away from your face in the night sky. That's how big it is to us. It's estimated um, that these are billions of years away. There's there's one galaxy on here that we uh, estimate took thirteen point one billion years for the light to travel to us, and we know that the universe is still expanding. When I look at this, this photo, I um, I feel equal fear and wonder that there is so much we don't know. And also, there is so much we don't know. God's creation is ever expanding, ever improving? Right now, at this moment, we know the least there is to know about the universe, even though we know a lot. Right now, we also know the least there is to know about God and God being revealed through creation, creation that we're just now seeing. There's elements of God that we have not seen, that we have not heard, that we have not felt, that we have not tasted, that we have not touched, that we have not experienced. Our infinite God is not contained in this world, but our finite world belongs to an infinite God. So I would claim that justice is not a checkbox. Learning to do the right thing, learning uh, that we are going to make wrong things right as an element of justice, it is not a checkbox. In fact, my Angelou, I, I said this at the very beginning of this summer, do the best you can until you know better. Then when you know better, do better. We know styrofoam cups will be here <laughs> until the end of the world. But maybe we could choose a ceramic mug. We know that Kroger bags help with our dogs and our diapers. (laughs) But could we use reusable shopping bags? It's easy um, to take offense when someone asks you to do something different, especially if you've been doing it your entire life. Um, it feels like someone is saying, you're wrong or you're bad. But here's what I want you to know. You are beloved. There's nothing you can do that will change that. You are a beloved child of God. But we can do better. With our earth, we can do better. In fact, Ridgewood, I'm going to challenge you. Here we go. Nobody knew this was coming. I'm going to challenge you within two years, two goals for us. One is that we would be completely styrofoam-free in the course of two years. I know we still have some sitting up in our kitchen right now. In the course of two years, let's be styrofoam-free. And this is a big one that encases a lot of stuff, probably. Within two years... What if we didn't use plastic utensils? What if we didn't use plastic utensils? Okay, I will. In two years, let's not use any more styrofoam. And in two years, let's not use any more plastic utensils. If we can help just a little bit, let's do it. Today is our last day of our summer justice series. You've heard a lot (laughs) of this summer um, about how we are making wrong things right in different, different areas. So I want us to pray together as we close out this series that we would be enlivened and energized to continue to make wrong things right. Let's pray together. Holy God, your spirit has sustained us through all the days of our life. With that same spirit, you have comforted us in moments of need. God, with that same spirit, I ask that you would continue to challenge us, to energize us, to move us forward, to cause us to dream. God, your, sense of, your spirit gives us a sense of home when we need it. I ask that it would give us a sense of mission in the days ahead. I pray all of this in the name of Jesus.